Hello, this is the ESG Quick Takes podcast, brought to you by ESG Book. My name is Isabel, and we made this podcast together with my colleagues Min and Livia. With me here is Justin Keeble, who is leading global sustainability at Google Cloud and sits at the forefront of data-driven corporate sustainability efforts. Data and cloud computing are the core to the global infrastructure. It's like the digital roads and bridges of our economy. Global emissions from cloud computing range from about 2.5 to 4% of all global greenhouse gas emissions. This is coming from electricity use, water consumption to cool data servers, and the replacement of cloud-related equipment. To reduce all of this, what is the role of cloud providers and what can we do as users of anything tech and consumers of the data? In this episode, we address such questions by zooming in on Google with Justin and its various efforts in helping companies and users reach their sustainability goals. As one of the largest cloud operators out there, Google has several solutions and projects around climate and emission reduction. Across Alphabet, it committed to bold action to run its data centers and campuses on 24-7 carbon-free energy by 2030. We'll go deeper into this. Thanks a lot, Justin, for joining our podcast. Very glad to have you. Thank you, Isabel. Really delighted to be here. So to kick us off, given your long career in sustainability and corporate strategy, how do you see the general business landscape changing over the past years? And especially in terms of priorities and focus areas that you see industries um, focusing on lately compared to the past? Thank you, Isabel. Well, I've got the benefit, I think, of just over three decades working in the areas of technology and sustainability. Uh, In fact, I started my career as the environment manager for a retailer back in the late 1990s. And I would say over these three decades, we've gone through three phases. The first is what I would call the decade of discovery, which is a period in the late 90s and early noughties where really the activity around corporate responsibility was defining frameworks and metrics and principles and standards. So we saw the UN Global Compact uh, principles launched, for example, or the principles for responsible investment. And here, I think it was an age of of companies trying to understand where they play in the field of corporate responsibility. Much of it was about uh, acting on those responsibilities and managing risks. And then I think we've been in this decade of disclosure through the the you know twenty ten uh, to twenty twenty. I mean, obviously, this is still ongoing, and these boundaries are blurred. But you know, the last that last decade, we saw companies prolific in their public uh, sustainability reports. And, you know, most of the activities of sustainability teams within those companies were responding to those frameworks and learning how to uh, disclose, how to rank well in external indices. Uh, And, and, you know, we saw a prolific um, set of announcements around sustainability goals. And now I think very importantly, we're in this decade of delivery, right? This This is the decade of action companies need to fundamentally deliver on the goals that they've committed to. We need to extract ourselves whilst continuing to recognize that it's important from this industry of of reporting to actually delivering step changes in performance across our businesses, across our supply chains, our operations, across the products and services that we deliver to market. And uh, it's a much more transformative decade and obviously that's playing out in different industries that we can discuss but that would be my characterization of of uh of the last 
for three decades. That is very helpful. And maybe focusing on Google itself, um, you guys have very bold uh, sustainability commitments. Um, so in that sense, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of um, work to be done. Um, you, you already made some great progress in in the um, boosting of uh, clean energy and so forth. But curious how you see it in your current role with Google. How is Google Cloud approaching sustainability, and um, what is your key objective? And what are examples how you trying to get there? Given the fact that we're now in this age of uh, delivery. Yeah, thank you, Isabel. It's a great question. I mean. It's probably worth starting with the Google commitment. So, you know, in light of the context that I just set, we've made this uh, our third decade of of climate action, our most ambitious uh, decade of action since we started, you know, our our journey. And we've done that in three ways. One is to continue leading with Google, uh, which means moving beyond just our 100% renewable energy commitment to a net zero value chain and to deliver what we call 24 seven carbon free, which is for every hour of every day in every region where we operate to ensure that we're um, shifting towards 24 seven carbon free to, to invest heavily in the decarbonization of those grids where we operate. The second pillar is to lead with our partners. So to work with governments and NGOs and uh, our, our commercial customers to help them accelerate delivery of their sustainability goals. And the third one is to help everyone make more sustainable choices um, through integration of sustainability criteria into um, all of the uh, interactions that we have with our customers. So you think in Google Maps, providing eco-routing and improving access to EV infrastructure, for example, and and there are many, many others. In travel, we're servicing carbon uh, intensity data for flights so that travelers can make better choices. Now, at a Google Cloud level, we want to help to accelerate our customers' sustainability goals. So, of course, it's very important for us and for our customers that we offer the cleanest cloud. So when our customers use Google Cloud, uh, we can ensure that they benefit from our commitments around 24-7 carbon free. And we've introduced tools to help our customers measure uh, their cloud footprint with carbon footprint. And uh, we're introducing tools like Region Picker and Active Assist, which help our customers to shift workloads to lower carbon regions or to spot idle workloads uh, and to, um, you know, to, to terminate them so they can reduce their, their overall cloud footprint. But in addition, we recognize that cloud will be a, a key enabler of helping companies to accelerate their own commitments. And here this year, we're focusing on three areas. The first is helping our customers to build more sustainable value chains. And in partnership with some of our marketplace partners, we're offering solutions to help our customers understand the first mile impacts of commodity production to monitor uh, risk of deforestation around those commodities. And we're providing solutions to help make logistics and supply chains more efficient. The third area is in ESG data management. So again, with partners, we want to improve the fidelity of ESG data. And we've been very, you know, really excited to have ESG book join our marketplace and to be able to benefit from the toolkit that we have within Google Cloud. 
And then the final, the final area is in climate risk. So again, working heavily with Google Earth Engine and our partners in Geo, we want to bring resolution to climate risk at an asset level so that companies can, and those with operations and supply chains can understand where risks like drought and fire risk, extreme weather, extreme precipitation, uh, might impact uh, their operations and to anticipate those. And of course, that's also super relevant to uh, the, you know, the, the banking cap market sector that increasingly have to understand climate risk across their portfolios. So, um, so those are the areas that we're, we're focused on today. Very interesting. And do you see any sort of first wins in that regard? Um, I can imagine that by allowing your own customers or users to you know, work better with the data, I can imagine you also collect a lot of information on, on how to improve in general the interaction between sort of perhaps grid operators, yourselves, uh, clients, users of the, of the clouds. Any reflections on that, first reflections? Yeah, I mean, I think we all feel that there's a big data challenge that, uh, you know, if I think about this shift from that decade of disclosure to delivery, that also means a change in requirements around data. And so, you know, many of our companies, they're used to tracking their sustainability performance to serve the purpose of disclosure on perhaps an annual basis. But actually, in the spirit of delivery, we need to put higher fidelity data in the hands of business decision makers. So if you're a sourcing manager and you're trying to make a decision about transporting some goods, you know, is it better to fly it or is it better to ship it? Um, if you're running a manufacturing plant and you want to optimize for resource efficiency, you've got to have, you know, minute by minute data at your fingertips. And so I think we're moving to a world where we're having to manage much higher volumes of data and to bring tools to help interpret that data so that you can um, inform business decision making. And I think that's a very important opportunity for, for Google Cloud to bring tools such as BigQuery and Analytics Hub, these tools that are very adept at managing, you know, planetary scale data sets to manage those minute by minute to bring useful insight to, to the business. So that's, that's really the shift that we're going through today. And you look at the work, for example, that we've done on um, commodity sourcing in partnership with NGIS. Um, we've been able to work with Unilever to monitor forestry around their palm oil production or their suppliers palm oil production and to then be able to provide alerts to sourcing managers within Unilever if there's a potential threat to to that to that forestry and that, that's a great example of you know high resolution insight that we can bring from managing very very large data sets so looking at that data granularity and data uh, validity what are data sets or data points you think are still nascent and in need of improvement yeah it's a great question isabel i think when i talked about that decade of discovery and, and then disclosure you know many companies have got adept at being able to track their sustainability performance to inform you know maybe monthly kpi tracking or annual sustainability report disclosure but actually we've got to shift to a world where companies have much higher fidelity data to be able to inform day-to-day -day business decision making and that's relatively straightforward in their own operations where i think 
probably the data is okay. But where it's very tricky today is in supply chains. Companies just have a real issue in being able to get beyond perhaps their tier one suppliers. And they may require maybe an annual return from suppliers to complete a questionnaire. But that's no good if you're you know, a sourcing manager wanting to decide whether it's better to fly or ship a particular product and to be able to understand that you know the, the profile of maybe emissions associated with that decision. And so I think we've got to move to a world where we've got as best real-time visibility of impacts, you know, right the way back to the provenance or the source of, of raw materials. And that's a big data challenge, and it's a challenge of data across multiple organizations. And again, we think that you know the cloud technology is well suited to be able to sit across organizational boundaries and to give people confidence that they can disclose but but protect the sensitive or commercial aspects of the data that they share. Uh, so we 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 really want to play a role in helping to solve that challenge. Very interesting. Um, so in that sense, you're optimistic about about sort of tackling this problem to some extent. Yeah, I mean, naturally, in in the space I sit within Google. You know, we think we've got a very important role to play, uh, but we know that we won't solve it on our own. And so one of the things that we've done this year, which we announced in June, is we're creating a, a sustainability marketplace hub on Google Cloud. And the ambition here is to attract independent software vendors who are developing solutions to some of these sustainability challenges that we're discussing and can operate on Google Cloud. And you know we can work with those partners to bring their capabilities to our customer base. So we now have 17 um, partners who've been you know, approved as what we call Google Cloud sustainability ready, including ESG book. And we want to expand that community. Uh, you know, I'd like several hundred software vendors operating on that marketplace. And it allows us to expand the capabilities that we can bring to our customers. That is very interesting. And um, the sort of the many projects that you have is, is a lot about advancing your own sustainability profile and that of your stakeholders. How do you see that interaction sort of between Google and your stakeholders? Because obviously a lot of it is to some extent your own scope three. So do you see, to what extent can Google also be in that regard a role model for, for other companies in thinking about what you mentioned earlier, like these three approaches is yourself, the clients, and then the larger society? Well, back in June, Thomas Curry and our CEO in, at his keynote of our inaugural sustainability summit said that we're entering a new era of sustainability-driven business transformation. In the same way that digital technologies have been reshaping business models, we really believe that these big sustainability pressures, particularly the urgency to decarbonize, will drive you know, a radical transformation in incumbent business models. You just need to look at what's happened in the power sector, particularly in Europe, but what happened all over the world, where you know, over the past couple of decades, we've shifted from centralized carbon intensive power generation to this new heavily decentralized intelligent and flexible energy system that can accommodate you know, new distributed energy resources like solar and wind uh, electric vehicles batteries and the value that's created in that industry has shifted fundamentally and all of that has been enabled by dramatic advances in technology 
not just digital technologies, but material advances. If you look at the dramatic reduction in, in um, the levelized cost of renewables, we think that Google's technologies will play a role in those industry level transformations. So just like the power sector has transformed, we're convinced that every other industry will follow suit in order for us to be able to deliver on these very ambitious and essential decarbonisation targets. And so we want to make sure that we're unlocking the power of our technologies, particularly cloud, in enabling that transformation. Another great example, which I'm really excited about, is what, what we're seeing in, in retail fashion, um, particularly in the current climate where you know, times are tough. We're seeing dramatic increase in peer-to-peer -peer trading of brands you know, after sale. So these re-commerce platforms and they're being enabled by cloud technologies. So for example, we just worked with Urban Outfitters to create a, a new platform called Newly, which allows um, consumers to trade Urban Outfitters brands. And it's a, it's a great example of extending the life cycle of products which has a very profound sustainability benefit. You know, it's a classic circular economy business model, which is being made real by Google Cloud's technologies. So these are the kind of examples where I think we do have a really important role to play with the, you know, with, with the companies that we serve and support. And I think we're just at the beginning of, of that journey. To close us off um, now and your time before Google, you've um, supported many companies to their to up their sustainability game. What, in your mind, is the most misunderstood about corporate sustainability? I think you know often people believe that this is a cost item for companies, and I think particularly in that transition from that first decade of discovery, you know, I remember very in you know many bruised meetings. Um, in my early days where the door would be shut because people believed that this was, this wasn't about core business or wasn't about identifying new growth opportunities or new ways of working that would fundamentally make the business more resilient or better. It was seen as discretionary. And, uh, I think, you know, now several decades on, I'm really pleased to see that actually people are starting to understand that actually this is probably one of the greatest innovation platforms for business because it's forcing very dramatic change in ways that creates better value for the business and for society. Um, so for me, the, the, the biggest misunderstanding has been a belief that this topic of corporate sustainability is somehow discretionary rather than crucial to you know, any business's future success. Thanks a lot. Good message. Uh, this concludes our, our episode. We'll post uh, the links to Justin's projects in the show notes if you'd like to read more about Google Clouds and uh, their moves in sustainability. Thanks a lot, Justin, for being with us. Thank you. And um, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank you.